0: Welcome back to Process. Hasn't the world changed quite a bit in the last couple of weeks? Coronavirus has become a pandemic and it's impacting people all over the world and causing us to change a lot of our routines and habits. I wanna talk a little bit about that today, but first, I wanted to remind you of my Learn OmniFocus appearance. That's next week, April 2nd at 12 p.m. Central Daylight Time at learnomnifocus.com. This is for Learn OmniFocus members only, the live stream is, but it will be available for free later on. I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes and in the community once that is the case. If you haven't signed up for Learn OmniFocus and you're an OmniFocus user that wants to level up your skills, I definitely recommend signing up. I'll put a link in the show notes that's an affiliate link that will support process and effective remote work if you decide to sign up, and I would love to have you on the live broadcast that day. Again, LearnOmniFocus.com, April 2nd at 12 p.m. Central Time. Another thing that we're doing at Effective Remote Work is refocusing our content strategy. We're working on producing more videos on YouTube geared toward remote workers, and that's because of the coronavirus outbreak. There's a ton of people who are now working from home and trying to navigate this process and How the heck do you be effective? How the heck do you even do this with kids around and things like that? And So we really want to be able to invest in that segment of people as well as remote workers in general and help equip people to live effective lives while working remotely. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, head on over to YouTube and search for Effective Remote Work. We have not only these videos for remote work, but we have some productivity videos and the recordings of this podcast available there as well. For today's topic, since we're living in such a time where people are feeling anxious and scared and depressed and are stuck at home, it can be really easy to get stuck in this depressed, hopeless feeling state. And that's not really a great place to live, even though the circumstances in our world can very easily guide us there. But I wanted to discuss how to stay hopeful in a time of fear. Why is this relevant to productivity and personal effectiveness? Well, when you're living in a hopeless state, when you're living from a place that doesn't see the optimistic side, you're seeing the pessimistic side of the world, it's a lot easier to gear yourself up to invest, to put effort into things that have a return in the long run. But the most effective thing you can do in a season where the world is falling apart is to try to invest in the future instead of worry about today. And so I wanted to discuss some strategies that I have been trying to implement And I've seen others implement this great effect at how to stay hopeful and look positively when we're in a time of fear. Some of the most important things you can do are meet your basic needs. If you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not drinking enough water, if you're not exercising, start doing that stuff. Even just a 10-minute exercise, if you're doing some Pilates or some stretching and stuff in your house without even leaving the doors, If you're not going outside, that's okay. But as long as you're doing some physical activity, if you're getting enough water and you're getting enough sleep, that will help you maintain a clearer state of mind. Something else that tends to affect people quite a bit in seasons like this is our consumption. And that's consumption of content. News sources are generally focusing on the negative. There's a few positive headlines that float through every once in a while, but generally it's, this government isn't handling this very well these people are dying, this thing is happening. And those are things that we do need to be aware of because they can have real life impacts on us. But if you're consuming that all day long, your perspective of what's going on around you is going to be colored by that news. Something you can do instead is to, well, for one, stop consuming so much negative news. It's a hard thing to do when we're looking for information that gives us some sense of control or this understanding that maybe something good is happening. Maybe there's a change in the tide. Maybe something is going to shift and this is going to end sometime soon. We're all looking for that, I think, in this time and in this season. But you can look for the good on your own in the midst and not have to rely on the news for that. There are tons of people that are being generous, tons of people that are raising their hand to say, yes, I'm going to make masks. Yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to help my neighbors out. And there's always more good going on than you think. Negative news tends to take precedence because it gets ad revenue, because it holds people's attention, but you can find good news going on right in your community. The world is in a much better state than it actually seems at this point in time. It's just a matter of how you look at it. Another thing you can do to get yourself above the negativity is to journal and to try to even just process through what's going on in your life. Something that journaling has done for me over the course of the years is it's developed a sense of emotional awareness. What do I mean by that? Well, something I've seen that especially a lot of guys have struggles with is being aware of what they're feeling. So you might know that you're feeling upset, but why is that? Or if you're feeling mad, why is that? I used to struggle with this myself and not everybody does, but it can be helpful to spend a little bit of time if you notice yourself feeling upset or depressed or down to just journal it out and start asking yourself, what's triggering me to feel this way? Why is that going on? And even just the mere fact of writing out to say, hey, I'm feeling down, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling sad, can help you process through those emotions and just being real about the situation where you're at. The reality is that we're all going to be facing stressful situations and times in this season of life. And journaling is one way that realistically can help you. It's not a magic bullet. It's not a life hack. It's just the mere fact of being able to process your emotions, process what's going on in your life in an external format that's not complaining, that is something that is going to give you some solid feedback to yourself. You can look back on that in a couple of weeks and say, oh yeah, that's why I was feeling that way. Even though you might not have clarity in the moment. Sometimes getting it out on paper and then removing yourself from it and coming back to it later gives you clarity and then also helps you give you understanding so you can do better or change the way you're doing things in the future. Something additional you can do instead of just writing out what you're feeling in your journal is that you can practice gratitude. Something that I have seen have a great impact in my life and in some friends' lives is just writing down at the end of the day three things that I'm thankful for. It can be literally, I have heat, I have water, and I have a house, I have a place to live. Sometimes it's, I'm so grateful that I had time to play with my kids today. I'm so grateful that I was able to have a great conversation with my wife or that I was able to hold my baby while he was sleeping even though he hasn't been sleeping at night. Whatever that is, you can find three things to be thankful for during the day. And just the mere fact of setting your mind on what's positive going on in your life will help shift out of that negative stance so that you can start to look to the future And be able to act and be able to move and be able to do things where if you're sitting in fear, it does paralyze you. And long term, nobody really wants to be in that place. Probably the most important thing you can do, though, if you're in a time where you're feeling depressed or you're feeling hopeless about the situation, is find somebody else to help. This doesn't have to be complex, but it can be as in-depth as you want it to be. It can be, I'm going to just give my neighbor a call and see how they're doing to see if they need anything. It can be, oh, there's this kid that I ran into the other day that wants to learn guitar. So maybe I'll hop on a Zoom call with them to try to teach them a few things because I have a bunch of spare time. This can be, I'm going to start up a new website and I'm going to write articles about how to produce music, whatever it is if you're setting yourself on trying to help other people in this time, it gets your mind and your eyes off you. And ultimately, that's where a lot of this negativity and a lot of this hopelessness and depression can drag us down. Now granted, it's not going to be a universal case for everybody. Sometimes there's just really bad stuff going on and it's hard to get above it. But generally, if you're dealing with hopeless feelings about the world today, these are some things that you can try To get above the hopelessness and find a place of hope, find a place of purpose, find a place of life in this time where everything looks fairly grim. That wraps things up for this episode today. I know it's a little bit heavier of an episode, but the world around us is pretty heavy. I really honestly just wanna help you move through this time to be effective, to stay on track. But just do remember that things will get better, even if things are looking down right now. They may not look the same after all of this is done. And that's okay, but it will get better. If you have any feedback on this episode, do send us an email at hello at effectiveremotework.com or hit us up in the community at work.com as well. We'll chat in the next one.